0: ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio. On radiomd.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Daria. Welcome back to ShareCare Radio. It is summer. It's I mean July 4th is coming up. Everybody's gonna be grilling. And so I am so excited to have our next guest. She's going to help us know how to have a healthy summer grilling that's also delicious. She is author of Eating in Color, Delicious Healthy Recipes for You and Your Family. You have seen her all over the place, television, radio, internet. She is Frances Largeman-Ross, and she is here today to tell us about healthy grilling. Frances, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So I have seen your accounts of all of our listeners. You can find her stuff at Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S, L-Roth, R-D. And you have gorgeous pictures of the things you cook. I want to come to your house and I want you to cook for me. (laughs) I (laughs) do. It's gorgeous. So tell me, what do you have planned for grilling yourself for this upcoming July 4th weekend?
0: Oh boy. Well, I have three kids and I have a husband who loves meat. And so (laughs) we do, we have all the, all the staples. We will have burgers. We will have hot dogs. Of course, a hundred percent beef hot dogs. Um, I, I go for the organic meat as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also going to be grilling some salmon because I love it. And, uh, now do you use a cedar Cedar
1: plank for your salmon or do you just throw it down on the grill? You
0: know what? It depends. If I have the cedar plank, I use it because, and we'll get to that in a minute, it actually is a safer way to grill. Oh, good. A healthier way to grill. we definitely want to dive into Uh, that. Yeah. And then lots and lots of colorful vegetables, Mm -hmm. corn on the cob, of course. And then once I get all of that stuff off and can clean the grill in between, I will also throw some fruit on there.
1: Ooh. Now I loved grilled fruit. Love throwing that on there. I don't do it as often. What's your favorite grilled fruit to throw on there? And you're probably going to get to this. So just tell me your favorites here. Yeah. Stone fruit. Stone
0: fruit is Mm -hmm. perfect. So I'm talking about plums, peaches, and nectarines. And all you have to do is take the pit out and rub a little olive oil or coconut oil on them, mm-hmm. and the sugars caramelize on the grill, and it's
1: just amazing. Delicious. Okay, Frances. Um, so let's get into this. I know one of the things we talked about, and I've talked a lot in the media, the things I do before, are how to cook and grill meat safely. You know, we've talked about the, you know, charring and how that can be bad. And tell us, what are your steps for how to make sure we're doing it safely?
0: Sure. So there are, you know... First of all, there is the question of, am I creating uh, cancer-causing compounds when I'm grilling? Exactly. Um, So that's... Mm -hmm the one thing and then the other thing is food safety which is the more immediate concern mm-hmm. right you don't mm-hmm. want to have people over grill a beautiful meal for them and then you know have them report in <laughs> sick the next day I know so, and they,
1: I was talking to somebody the other day they had saved the marinade they had marinated the raw meat in it and then they had saved it for after I was like no 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 you cannot oh. use that because exactly you're talking about food safety and so and that's just yeah. one example of it if you touched a raw meat you don't put it on the finished product
0: Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. that to me is really the biggest thing, Mm
1: -hmm. um, because that's the
0: immediate concern. And, you know, you really just have to be thoughtful about it. Mm -hmm. And you, this is why, um, if you are going to have a cocktail or a beer or a glass of wine, I recommend doing it after you've cooked, because (laughs) really, you want to be very clear headed and very, Mm -hmm. um, very much on your game when you're grilling, because so many things, unfortunately, can go wrong. So I have Um, a a big gas grill and it has two sort of side panels on it and so I make sure that on my right those are my raw foods Mm -hmm. and on my left those are my cooked foods so I always put out clean plates whether they're um, you know your actual uh, ceramic plates or platters or just paper plates if Mm -hmm. you want to go the easy route put that on one side and then know that you're going from raw to cooked on the other side. And uh, it's always nice if you have a helper, if you have a friend or your spouse mm-hmm. or an older kid who could be taking those dirty plates and bringing them inside for you.
1: Even better. Helper. And I, you, you mentioned you know, not combining drinking alcohol significantly while you're grilling. As an ER doctor, I thank you for that message because I see <laughs> countless people about grilling safety every year on the holidays. Now, I want to get back to the very first point you made, which is about carcinogens because we talk about mm-hmm. how grilling can be so healthy. But if you do it the wrong way, as you mentioned, you can potentially create carcinogens in your meal, which can be cancer-causing down the road. So let's talk about that and how you can avoid that.
0: Right. So only meat contains um, protein, right? So if you're grilling vegetables and fruit, you don't have to worry about this. But okay. if you are grilling meat, what happens is that the fat drips down and hits the either the you know. Um, the, the element, the heating element mm-hmm. or the charcoal, whatever it is that you're using, and it forms heterocyclic amines, HCAs. And so that is that is what the cancer causing element is there. So mm-hmm. you can avoid this by choosing leaner cuts of meat. Okay? okay. So less fat is dripping down and creating these compounds. And then also you can grill um <clears throat> you can place the, the meat that you're grilling on Tin foil with holes poked through so there are lots of ways to sort of um, mitigate the risk and uh, it's kind of a, it's a craft really because mm-hmm. you want to cook the food properly and we will talk about that as well, mm-hmm. you know, the proper cook times or sorry, proper cooking temperatures, mm-hmm. but you don't want to overcook. You don't want to char. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, another way that you can do this, and this is why I love using a gas grill actually because it starts to work more like an oven. So mm-hmm. you can see the temperature on the outside. And so I know, okay, I've got, I've got this, uh, I've got my grill up to 400 degrees. Now I can turn the gas down so mm-hmm. that I don't have the heat on Could so be high specific. that I'm charring my food. So
1: is it two things? So how does it work if you have the tin foil? if with holes in it? Does the fat still not, it still drips down, but it doesn't, the HCA, uh, uh, the compounds don't come up and affect the meat as much? Is that how it's protects it right it's
0: holding the juices the foil Got is it. holding the juices okay. and that's
1: another reason why you don't
0: want to um, why you why it's better to use a meat thermometer mm-hmm. rather than cutting into the meat because again anytime you're, you're you know you're cutting mm-hmm. into that burger or that steak it's letting the juices fall down and again the smoke uh, and okay. the hcas are,
1: go- are going to form so so when you cook a burger um, do you use the foil underneath it what we wanna know what no. Frances and Roth does in her own home. <laughs> I mean, we're getting down to it here. You
0: know what? It's great to use the foil also because it makes your cleanup so much easier. Huh. So, um, you know, you just pl- place it out on on uh, the clean grill, mm-hmm. put your burgers on top, obviously, you know, season them beforehand. Mm-hmm. They generally just need a little salt and pepper. They don't need much more than that. Um, but also marinating, if you're going to do steaks or chops or anything like that, marinating and using fresh rosemary in your marinade is also going to help cut back on
1: the HCA's. Huh. A little bit of fresh rosemary, okay, perfect. Yeah. And then over, you also don't want to over char or char the meat too much because that can have a separate effect. Or is that still due to the HCAs?
0: That's still due to the due to
1: the HCAs. And um, I mean, really,
0: no. Some people like that flavor, but no one should be eating charred mm-hmm. meat um, at this point. And um, you know, that's why I, I would say. Um, grilling regularly is actually a great thing because that way you're going to start to learn okay i really only need to be doing say six minutes aside mm-hmm. for a burger yeah. and you know you've seen people they'll put everything on there and then they walk away <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes it is a very to do it to grill well you it's very active
0: right to be right mm-hmm. you are you're monitoring you know you're mm-hmm. checking uh mm-hmm. you're out there with your thermometer so um you don't want to just Put it on there and forget it and come back because it will be charred and it will it, – you know, the whole mm-hmm. thing will just not be good at that point. It doesn't point. even taste as good. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and learn – okay, so if I do have them, my burgers on there for six minutes aside over a medium heat that and then use your thermometer – um, remembering that the temperature is going to continue to rise for mm-hmm. about 10 15 minutes afterwards while they're resting, it does need to get up to 145 degrees for an internal temperature.
1: Okay, so do you and that's one of the challenging things is because you since the heat does continue to rise, a lot of recipes call for you to take it the meat out before it reaches that peak temperature that you really want. How do you know that you're taking it out, you want to take it out to just the right time? So if the burger needs to reach 145, when do you take it off the the flame element?
0: I take them off when they're about five degrees away, Mm -hmm. you know, um, maybe between seven and five degrees away. And then, uh, and of course, it's always got to be the the, the thickest part of whatever Mm -hmm. you're putting it into. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can put it in chicken breast, um, put it in the middle part of the burger or the thickest part of the steak, and again, you gotta wipe that thermometer off. You know, mm-hmm. if you went in yeah. the first time and it was only 130 degrees, you want to make sure you you um, disinfect it before the going finger. back in again. So, it, yes. you know, it it makes it sound like a very scary thing, right? Which is why I think um, some people are afraid to grill, but really, it is a fun way to cook. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a great way to add flavor to your food and it's just about doing it the right way.
1: And it's definitely, we have to admit, it is also easier cleanup. You have to scrape the grill versus sitting there scrubbing pans and everything else. And it's fun. It's outdoors. It doesn't feel as much like, you know, slaving away over a hot stove. Maybe it's just me because I have my husband do a lot of the grilling too. So maybe I'm cheating.
0: (laughs) Social and and it's um it's a really fun mm-hmm. way to grill. But you know, as you mentioned, you've seen a lot of grilling related mm-hmm. ER um, right. accidents. And you know, so you want to keep the little kids away. I always have to caution my kids. Mommy's grilling. Yes, you have to. You know go over to the other side of the of the uh, backyard. Mm-hmm. So um, you know people yeah. tend to drink kind of, at barbecues and things like right. that. So you just really want to keep it safe. And that's a
1: great point. I always say keep a 3 foot radius around the or you know around the entire grill, especially if you have a lot of kids there. Maybe like kind of make a designated little circle or something kids don't get inside that. That way – because the person That's who's focusing on the smart. grill has to – lear, learning by experience of seeing patients come into the ER and just designating, unfortunately, of seeing it that way. But, you know, that way the person who's grilling doesn't have to spend their time – they can't spend their time refereeing kids and keeping them away. But that is their job too is keeping people safe, but they got to focus on what they're cooking. So kids, three foot's radius, mark it however you want. And, I like
0: uh, that. Maybe with chalk.
1: Yeah, chalk, <laughs> colored tape. Let the kids make the line. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they're a little bit older, they get to make the line. So, okay, Francis, this is awesome. I want to get a couple more things to talk more. I mean, you are you know, I know you, you can talk about your favorite preparations and sauces, some of your favorite meats. I mean, tell me about your sauces. Sure,
0: absolutely. So, I mean, salsa. You don't even have to mm-hmm. be as inventive as making your own. You can get store-bought salsa. You can add some extra olive oil to it, and you can marinate your meat in that. Or something as simple as balsamic vinegar, the chopped up fresh rosemary, lemon juice, some oil, and that is fantastic for shrimp.
1: Mm. Um, You
0: know, put add a garlic clove to that and put them in a Ziploc bag. Again, you cannot reuse the Ziploc bag, yes. <laughs> but um, marinate them for about 20, 30 minutes and then put them on skewers. Now, if you're going to use wooden skewers, you do have to soak them in water mm-hmm. first for about 20 or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people forget to do that and they say, oh, you know, it'll be fine. And then next thing you know, your skewers are on fire.
1: So <laughs> Which is use... less fortunate for the shrimp or your meal. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Oh, I love uh, that. That you can sounds also so use good. Metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, metal
0: skewers as well. So that's a great way to grill. And, you know, there's so many amazing grilling tools these days, grilling baskets, which Mm -hmm. makes, you know, grilling small things like scallop or shrimp, much, much easier because you don't have to, you actually don't have to skewer them and you don't have to worry about them falling through. I love um, but my it's little wonderful baskets. to mm-hmm. do a shrimp skewer with vegetables in between because shrimp really don't take very long. And honestly, something like a mushroom or a piece of bell pepper does not take very long at all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, two minutes aside and you're pretty much done. That's
1: what I am going to um, ask you. So two minutes aside and you're done with the shrimp.
0: Yeah. I mean, once it turns opaque, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: uh, so sometimes that means pinkish depending on the variety of shrimp, but, um, you know, that's a little, those are a little harder to actually take their temperature. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a little bit tough for people. So for me, it's the color change. Mm -hmm. Seeing them go from sort of translucent and grayish to completely opaque and pink
1: delicious okay I, you're giving me ideas because we're gonna be grilling out Sunday night I'm sitting here thinking, okay shrimp check okay mm-hmm. now one of the things I also love about grilling is I like doing the whole meal on the grill so we have sides we have the meal the main meal talk to us about some sides you kind of mentioned some mushrooms on the shrimp kebab but talk to us about some other delicious sides that you like
0: yeah absolutely so I mean really I do love grilled corn and mm-hmm. all my kids love it And um, you can, so you can either just be very straight up about it and grill the corn. That's usually about four minutes a side. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can, if you want to be a little fancy, you can grill the corn and then take the kernels off and turn that into a salad, beans and cilantro and a little bit of chopped red onion. And that is fantastic. And that's also a wonderful vegetarian side dish that you can create. And if you add, um, you know, say if you want to do two beans there, like garbanzo beans mm-hmm. and then uh, a little uh, navy bean as well, that would be a wonderful vegetarian main
1: dish too. Mm-hmm. I love that. That sounds delicious. My husband always likes to grill corn and um, it's pretty easy. Um, awesome. And then what about starches or do you grill potatoes or what are some other things you like to grill on the for sides?
0: Yeah. I mean, little new potatoes are mm-hmm. fantastic. I love blue potatoes, uh, Peruvian blue potatoes. They are really delicious. They have a ton of flavor. And hey, it's it's going to be 4th of July, right? So why not do <laughs> a red, white, and blue potato salad? So you can actually even buy them in that kind of a combination now. Wash them. Everything that goes on the grill Except for the meat, the meat you actually don't want to rinse because if there are any bacteria, then you're just spreading them around. Mm-hmm, but
1: mm-hmm. Um, it's a good rule kind of, of thumb produce, for meat in general, isn't it? The, yeah, it mm-hmm. is. But
0: your fresh produce, you do want to give the, give it a rinse,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then always protect it. Right. So putting it in oil, putting it in some kind of marinade is going to protect your food
1: on okay. the grill.
0: Um, so and protect you, it from you burning.
1: A, you mean? Protect
0: it from burning, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, again, that's going to help reduce the HCA formation. Okay. So um, it also decreases the grilling time, and it also won't dry out. So if you put just a new potato directly on your grill, it's not going to do very well. It's just going to get kind of dried out. But Mm -hmm. if you have them, cut them in half, um, give them a little bit of a bath in some balsamic vinegar olive oil, salt and pepper, and then put them on your grill, you can make a delicious grilled potato salad.
1: Oh, my goodness. Red, white, and blue. I love it. Love it, and I would yeah. not expect anything less from you, Francis. but a red, <laughs> white, and blue, delicious, amazing-tasting potato salad. Um, again, all of our listeners, I just want to—you re- know—we are talking to uh, nutritionist and registered dietitian Francis largeman Roth. I want everybody to go follow her, follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Francis L Roth RD. Now, Francis, tell you, us really quickly about the uh, health challenges that you have on share care. I love these. Yes. These are awesome. And you're hosting a bunch of them. So tell people about them, how they can find them.
0: I am. So it, first, you do have to be a member of Sharecare. Mm-hmm. Sharecare.com. Uh, part of our challenges. Mm-hmm. And then... We are hosting a an eat breakfast challenge, which really is a fun one for me because I love breakfast and I love the benefits of breakfast, which include helping to keep weight off mm-hmm. and also helping to make you healthier because yes. there's, you know, it's really the best way to get a good foundation for the day so because true. that's where, when you're going to get your whole grains, your produce, your your dairy. Um all your goodies. And then um, the other one is our Say No to Junk Food Challenge. Mm -hmm. So every day we're giving you reasons to say no and to keep saying no, which I think is really the important thing because a lot of folks decide, you know what, yeah, I don't need the junk anymore. But then so many things Mm – Tempt us throughout right. the day and throughout the course of a month. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be able to come back and get that little extra hint of, of inspiration. And
1: I love it the way we have uh, the challenges. All we ask you to do is, you know, one thing a day. And what you're really doing with your challenges, Francis, is instead of saying, it's not, they're not about deprivation. I mean, obviously, the way the things you talked about, grilling healthy for July 4th isn't about deprivation, it's delicious. And you get all of that in these challenges. So go to sharecare.com, take the real age test, and then under the challenges under nutrition, you will find all of these challenges. Francis is talking about. Also, lastly, everybody, I want you to go follow us at ShareCare Inc. on Instagram because there's gonna be a surprise coming up July 19th with Francis there. So check that out. Of course, follow us on Twitter and follow me on Twitter at Dr. Daria. Let me know what your questions are and happy to cover them on the radio show and answer them in any way we can. You're listening to ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.